0: you're listening to the podcast Detroit Network visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information you're listening to the top rope review show this
1: is WWE Hall of Famer the think Howard thinkall and I've been asked to make the following announcement with a combined weight of over 1,000 pounds broadcasting live from Royal Oak Michigan this is the top rope review tonight.
0: We are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world.
1: Are you ready? Wrestling fans,
0: are
2: you ready? For the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching around the
1: world, from the capital city of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen,
2: uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to episode 71 of the Top Rope Review. Um, Michigan's no. Did you see? I've, I missed one week, and I already forgot how to do this. You're in the chair. Uh, yeah, it's the it's I'm episode
1: seventy two. Actually,
2: son of a bitch.
1: It's okay. You tried.
2: Welcome to top episode seventy two of the top Rope review, Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling, and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network. We're coming to you live from the Podcast Detroit studios in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan. I am your favorite podcast host, Josh Ram. I'm so sorry that I wasn't here last weekend. Tab and I were at the Arnold Classic, um, and we'll get into how fun that was, um, but... This week, just like last week, we are uh, low-staffed, but my favorite podcast co-host I've ever had, ever, in the history of podcasting, and I've podcasted for several years, is here with me to my right. Hey, guys. It's me, Joe, again. Boom. You didn't think it was going to be Joe, did you? But it is. <laughs> and last but not least, or maybe least, I don't know. What? Just kidding.
1: Tab, the Twitter valet.
2: Hey. <laughs> I was waiting for you to do your hey.
1: Oh, I wasn't sure.
2: Tab and I um, record our own podcast. Like That's just the two of us sometimes. Yeah. We haven't been real great about uh, remembering to do it, but that I always started with like, hey, hi guys.
1: Doing the tab intro today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid.
2: All right. Well, um, Joe, what are we <laughs> drinking today? If you remember what the name of it was. Oh, I, it I, is. I guess I, sh- I I could say what it was, but I was felt like I talked
0: a lot, so I was. Cats and Troll to you.
2: Bridge from Falling Down Beer Company. It's a good IPA. Mike, call in and tell us where the address is.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> we'll have you had that beer. We'll Give wait. us a review. Cause I'm sure you have that app.
2: Yeah, going on tabs. It's good. Where can you go to get that beer? Is it ten ten in DeQuinder? DeQuinder, yes. Yeah, in Warren. Uh, you let them know. That podcast Detroit sent you, they'll give you a dollar off your first beer. Not to be confused the ten percent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of ten percent, if you go to Scarlandgraves com and you use the code Top Rope Ten, you can get ten percent off your order. You get some sweet, sweet Ohio based
1: There's some new stuff coming out, I
2: think. Clothing. Yeah, they do. They're posting new designs on their Instagram and Facebook and stuff all the time. Let's um
1: make sure you follow them.
2: Yep. Um but they have t shirts and tanks and hats and hoodies and stuff. Um check it out. It's really cool. I love the stuff. So and you should too. I'm really good at doing these off the top of my head. <laughs> uh. Um tab yeah, so that's Top Rope Review. Or no, that's com. Top, <laughs> top Rope 10. It's top Rope chair. 10. I'm just going to let you. Yeah, it's the chair. I'm just going to let Joe. Uh, Josh the is the running the board week. today
1: and he's hosting, you know, it's, so he has a, a lot of stuff on his plate right now.
2: <laughs> Tab, you look a little tense, like your shoulders and your back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where you're going with that, but uh, you know exactly I know where you're, you're going with that.
2: Going with that. Um,
1: so we're also sponsored by Builder's Balance Massage. Um, we saw
2: Casey yesterday. We
1: did. Um, and they're located inside of my nutrition at 13 and Gratiot in Roseville. Um, massage therapist. Great
2: town Roseville.
1: Casey Pierce, who's also a comic book writer
2: and a podcast host. Yeah. She's yeah. All around cool person. Super awesome. Yep.
1: Um, specializes in sports and deep tissue therapies as well as relaxation. Mention top rope review when you book your appointment and receive $10 off your massage session. Which is pretty good prices. I think it's like fifty bucks for an hour or something. No,
2: it's The prices are great. Actually, would have probably already been in to get one. But well, I no,
1: she was saying yesterday. I don't like,
2: live around here, so
1: like waiting for you guys to come on in.
2: I know guilt trip, and she should
1: have gave you like a little sample while we're sample. at the.
2: Come here, I'll rub your shoulders. <laughs> I'll show you what you're, you've been missing. We'll send yeah. Mike in after he's done moving his house. There you go. Oh yeah, it's a good idea. He can come in and do a, a review. Yeah, yeah, cool. Have anybody else to no? That's well, it, that's and
1: it. also tonight is oh yes uh, <laughs> yeah. XICW's uh, proving ground season two finale. Season two finale. I think Congo Kong is taking on uh, the Moneros.
2: Yep, both of them. I think so. That's intense. He's a big guy though, so yeah, it should be super crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they're both. Yeah, I'm guessing both of them. I don't know. You have to go and see. It's gonna be a good show though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We're real great at doing this.
1: Well, I forgot, and I didn't forget, but, you know. And it's at the Ritz and Warren, not at Imperial House.
2: Right. Where all the other Proving Grounds have been, mm-hmm. at the Ritz and Warren. So. But speaking of that, we also have a Best Detroit um, at the Imperial House. Hopefully the Imperial House will be functional and open, right? Um,
1: yeah. Last, last, uh...
2: Is it next? It's next, next weekend? Next Saturday. Next yeah. Saturday, yeah. Next Saturday, PJ Black, the, uh, the... Spirit Squad. Yeah, Spirit Squad. I was trying to think of like a funny. And the like, um, we met Chris Kirkpatrick at uh, the Arnold Classic, and I kept I keep telling people the second least famous member of InSync. So I was trying, like the the two least favorite, two least famous members of the Spirit Squad, or something, because Dolph Ziggler. But it didn't work. (laughs) It's okay. Good try. Cool. So um, let's see if this show can be more negative than the last one. (laughs) It's been, um, last week was a rough week in wrestling, and I feel like this week didn't make it much better.
1: Did you want to recap the Arnold first, or did you want to...
2: Yeah, we can do that. No, no,
1: I'm just asking you. We didn't <laughs> really talk about it's it.
2: It's the chair, man. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, yes. Didn't really let's really doing anything
1: let's, now. Let's
2: do that. What do you, huh?
1: I mean, you know. So, do you have fun at the Arnold? It's all right. So, the Arnold's <laughs> in Columbus, yep. Ohio. Yep. And it's basically like a sports expo, and they have lots of other like sports going on. Um, Over seventy
2: sports: CrossFit, strongman, a body, jump rope competition, bodybuilding. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Soccer.
1: There's a lot of uh, sport. We sports people there. Mm-hmm. MMA fighters, and we saw. Well, there was so Dana Brooks was there. Was there?
2: Yep. We didn't see her though. She was competing. Um, I think in one of the bodybuilding competitions. Um, I was really bummed because I was I was looking for her all weekend um, and she had posted this thing on her Instagram like with this person um, who had like the platinum me platinum esque, like the most platinum blonde hair I've ever seen it was like her hair was like almost silver and um, and it kind of was like done in one of those like pinup type ways um, and she's like oh this is my friend or whatever and we've she was with me all weekend and I'm like well, shoot, I saw that person like five times, but I never saw Dana. So,
1: and you were looking too, yeah.
2: Every time I saw like a muscular woman with bleach blonde hair, I was like, Dana, and then it wasn't her. So,
1: <laughs> and then Mark Henry was uh, hosting the strongman competition, yeah. He and, was on the stage in like a full like suit,
2: and he was sweating. <laughs> his his suit
1: coat was a dark, like a dark navy blue, and you could and, see the sweat through his coat and, and it, his yeah, armpits. <laughs> and, and
2: it was funny because he made a joke about it, like, he opened his coat and his like baby blue under, like, shirt was, like, navy blue, like, <laughs> it was so matched his, his jacket. Like, Nobody
1: else had, like, a suit on up there except for him. No, but, just him. And he looked but crispy, but he was... a
2: dapper gentleman, so...
1: Yeah,
2: well it was kind of cool because I got to tell you, you were like, well, why is he here? And I was like, well, actually, he still holds, like, two or three records, world records for uh, different feats of strength, so... That's mean, pretty that, that's a pretty big yeah. deal.
0: That's why he's the world's strongest man.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, that uh, you know, there's so much uh billing and wrestling that is exaggerated or um, you know, that it you know, isn't necessarily true and that definitely especially when they first signed him, yeah. Um is is true. And and if you think like maybe yeah, he was that strong in ninety five or whatever, and then, you know, was wrestling and wasn't really competing. He actually won the Arnold Classic Strongman competition in 2002, so he was still, you know, competing for some time after he started wrestling too. So
1: that's pretty yep. sweet. And nice. you almost got a selfie with Arnold. I did. Yeah, <clears throat> he got boxed out by a it was, mascot. It was the though. greatest
2: thing I almost did. Like the the greatest thing I never did, but almost did.
1: Oh, you were so close.
2: Yeah, we he, we knew where he was getting off the stage. And, um, so I like took a video, but then I realized, oh my God, like people are, I gave him like a little bit of a berth but then I realized that people were walking up to him and taking, like he was taking pictures with them. So I, then I ran up there, but by the time I got up there, I was getting boxed out by, uh, this basketball, like walking basketball with arms and legs that was walking his around. his head was and, a
1: basketball. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and then. By the time I got up there, Arnold was getting pretty close to his car, and he was only taking pictures with kids, so I didn't... You don't want to be that guy? Well, no, I was trying to be that guy, but I just, he, you know, I'm not going to, like... I'll shout to him, and I'm only... I li- am I was literally, like, less than five feet from him. I, could, I probably could have touched him if I...
1: Probably not yeah. a good idea, though. No.
2: No. Probably not no. the best. He might have, um, you know,
1: <laughs> that was the same shot day.
2: me with a sawed-off shotgun or something, you know. Same
1: day that you met Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah, from
2: Insync, the second... <laughs> Least famous member of InSync, yeah, yeah. And that that was that was that was probably one of the funniest things that happened all weekend. Was I like to play this game where um, with Tab, where I'll see someone who like vaguely looks like a famous person, and I'll be like, I'll see like a bald guy with a goatee, and I'll be like, Tab, look, Stone Cold Steve Austin's right <laughs> over there, and you know, it, it the person like like just a smidge like that person, but not really. And so we were told that um, half half Thor Bjornson. The guy that plays the mountain on Game of Thrones was going to be um, at this place, so we were waiting by the stage, and there was this like Miss Teen Arnold like fitness fitness pageant, pageant going on, and there was two. There's a guy host and a lady host, and I'm l- like looking at the guy host. and I'm like, hey, Tab, look, there's Chris Kirkpatrick from In Sync. And um, one thing to note, I only remember Chris Kirkpatrick's name because Eminem talks shit about him in a song, um, so. You know mm-hmm. keep my uh masculine <laughs> card here, but and and then I'm like looking at the guy and I so i and I'm like, wait a minute like i so I googled um chris Kirkpatrick uh two thousand sixteen and I'm like, oh my God. No, Tab, I think that really is Chris Kirkpatrick (laughs) from NSYNC. And then, like, the last, so then we were like searching his Twitter to see if he said that he was there or whatever. And he said that he was there doing the same thing last year. So we're like, okay, we're pretty sure. We're like 99% sure this is him. And then at the very end of it, the, the lady host says, all right, Chris, blah, blah, blah. And Tab like elbows me. Like, so then we ran over and got a picture with him when he got off stage. And because of that, we knew. where Arnold was coming off, so he kind of led us to that, too. And he, kind of, he was nice, and he was like, uh, it seemed like he was just happy that someone cared in yeah, 2017. Like, oh my god, someone recognized
1: me. Yeah, because yeah. all those kids were like 16, so yeah. I doubt they're, 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 they're some random no, guy.
2: No, no You're in a group them.
1: with Justin Timberlake? Oh my god.
2: <laughs> What's he smell like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tab's question always for people. When we were waiting in line for AJ Styles, she's like, I'm gonna ask him if he knows Bailey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I bet he does. Maybe you should ask him, I'm like, no
2: get mad <laughs> so
1: but yeah, we ran into some uh fellow podcaster Twitters too while we yeah were we ran in
2: into it. the folks from the undercard our podcast bffs brad that was fun um and then um so we didn't run into mark henry and we didn't run into dana brooke but we did run into my favorite wrestler and yours too <laughs> dave christ so that was cool
1: that was exciting, yeah.
2: Yeah, and we, you know, went gallivanting around Columbus with him after the show. Him so. and so. Um,
1: some other wrestlers that yep. uh, wrestle in Toledo and Ohio.
2: Yeah, and I, I'm, I, I can't say this with a hundred percent certainty because um, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure the other guy that we were hanging around with is going to be his rookie at wrestling with a vet next season if I'm wrong um, I, I'm wrong and I'm sorry but I'm pretty sure that he is rumor has, so, it. Rumor has it also uh, while riding in Dave Chris car, we listened to uh, Justin Timberlake which was pretty cool so NSYNC themed weekend pretty much yeah that's true it's funny because he turns it on his iPad, iPod on and it's like NSYNC Clown Posse, and I'm like yeah that, that makes that sense makes you have a juggalo tattoo and then he turned it to like Taylor Swift and and um, Justin Timberlake song from Trolls he was singing. it was mm-hmm. funny yeah I was like, see Tabby likes trolls too. But not really. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No. Anyway. He might. Never know. They might come out with OI four K troll dolls. You never know.
1: That'd be sweet. We're on the street.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just but
1: yeah, it was a pretty good weekend.
2: Yeah. I feel like I should say more about the the actual convention. I just kind of was talking about what happened after. So Oh, I mean no, I the convention
1: bad. was great. You wait in lines, you get a lot of free samples.
2: Yep. Saw, I got I have more pre workout and amino energy and protein that i know what to do with right now i got some sweet t-shirts the
1: record uh the guy deadlifted like 1023 uh, pounds or something 31. like 31 1031 pounds 1,031. deadlifted oh, broke yep. a record
2: yep and i want to say that the mountain um broke the record for like throw it how heavy of a sandbag throwing like over a bar you know that, like the bar way up and mm-hmm. oh that's another thing we did uh, that, so one of the things we watched for a long time was the highland games which was really cool the, like Scottish and Irish guys like tilts the... on
1: and they're throwing like telephone poles it <laughs> yeah. looks like just across so. <laughs> make them like tumble. Like no deal.
2: Oh and you um you met your, your Oh internet I met
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: gotta make it bring it up to embarrass you.
1: Um John, he does YouTube videos. Uh his Beast O-O obese to beast. beast. He lost like almost two hundred pounds, I think. He was there. Josh was like she pushing fan, me towards she him. She fangirl hard. It
2: was hilarious. And then I cut like,
1: him. I'm not very good at talking to people, so I'm like, oh, he's like talking to me, like having a conversation. I was like, okay, well, it's great to meet you. I'll see you later. And I just like walked away. And I was
2: like, he wasn't <laughs> going anywhere, man. Like, what well, was I And know. it wasn't like we were like in a line or something. Like she had to like next. Like we were just we saw him and we went and talked to him. Like no big deal. But yeah, whoops, it was funny. <laughs> so
1: I'm a terrible person. Anyway, yep. but yeah, it was fun.
2: Good. It was a good time. I'd go again. Uh, it's a bummer, a little bit of a bummer because they normally have an NXT experience there. Um, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't, they didn't do, they that didn't this do it year. this year. But um, hopefully, uh, I I did tweet Arnold Sports Twitter about it, and they said that they they're not there this year. But that doesn't don't rule them out for for later. So who knows what happened? It's funny because they were actually in Columbus the night before. And then the nights of the show, they were, like, in Cleveland and mm-hmm. Akron, Ohio or something. Like, they were close. So, yeah. it's weird. It almost seems like maybe they were planning on being there and something didn't go through. Yeah. So, they had to move it around. So. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, yeah. So, the Arnold Classic was fun. There was a little bit of wrestling stuff there. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and the pretzels. They had these oh my God. soft pretzels.
1: They're, like, listening. I think Josh got one every day. I did. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> $5 at, each. It's one like- a day. We ate lunch. She's like, I think I need one of those pretzels
2: <laughs> after we. Eat. Hey, we were responsible and, and packed our own breakfast and lunch every day, so I don't want to hear it. We had Chipotle toys.
1: I know so. you forced me. No, anyway, you
2: were, you were too hungry. She was too. She was too hungry to make a dis- different decision.
1: The water at that Chipotle just said agua. I'm like, oh, okay. glad I know.
2: You were like, they must have Mexicans around here.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that.
2: <laughs> I think that's what you I was said. Like, there's
1: probably a lot of Spanish-speaking people around here. That's yeah. not the same thing.
2: You say tomato, I say tomato. Mm, I don't know about that. Anyway, yeah. so wrestling, wrestling. Um, where do we want to start, Joe? You can start with Fast Lane, okay? The train wreck of a pay per view. So I've been talking too you much. You want to? Talk, you want to start? Start it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was a very predictable pay
0: per view in some aspects. Very much so. There's some a few surprises. Things I was surprised about is Bailey retaining and Charlotte streak ending. Yeah, it seems like a really weird pay per view to end that on, like a, like they've been building up the streak like huge, and then they just end it through interference on a B pay per view.
2: Yeah, and you know it's it's interesting to me how, I guess that was their way to to set up the triple threat, but you could have done it without. You could have had like her, I don't know, I. I guess they they wanted, for whatever reason, they want Bailey and AJ, or Bailey and um, Sasha to be friends going into which I don't think pay-per-view. that's the way to do it. I think you want like why not have her? Why not have her cheat? I don't know they've, the way they have set it up. It that it, it, it doesn't just make weird. sense for like, her to turn
0: at this point either. So I guess I'm confused. What causes a disqualification in WWE anymore? Because Sasha just like beat her depends on the on side that, of the ring and then the match. It, it was just weird. It's just like a regular title match and. Sasha comes out and beats up Charlotte on the outside and throws her back in the ring. Like,
2: Didn't, Was the ref's view upset? Yeah,
0: he was watching the whole thing <laughs> oh. happen. It was really, I'm like, why is this not ending now? What was, it wasn't like a no DQ or something. No, like. it was just a regular match. That's why I was really confused. I'm like, okay. Mm.
2: That is weird.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it was really it like, it threw me off when I was watching. I'm like, okay, the, why isn't the bell ringing? And then she gets tossed to the ring and Bailey pins her. And I'm like, okay, like, that's a weird way to do this.
1: I'm happy though.
0: I like Bailey. No, I prefer Bailey to have the title. But it's just
2: they're, it, the well, way they're booking yeah. her right now is not really. I don't know.
1: It's yeah, kind of it
0: taken almo- away
2: from Bailey's charm. It almost made more like as much as we shit on it last week. Like it almost makes more sense for Charlotte to win it back and keep her streak until WrestleMania. Because I'd rather see Bailey overcome some sort of obstacle exactly. at WrestleMania
0: than just retain. Bailey shouldn't have won the title until WrestleMania. That, I don't think she should have she should have had a WrestleMania moment. It would have been much more of a bigger deal
2: than winning it on Raw.
0: Hmm.
2: Do we think Sasha then turns on her at Mania setting up their singles feud on the main roster? I don't know where they I'm like not sure where they're going to shoehorn this in now. They've booked
0: themselves into a lot of corners yeah, this year. Yeah. It's just really strange the way they're doing things. I just don't know where you turn Sasha now. Like it made sense like before this feud, but now it's just yeah. weird that I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe night after Mania, Bailey wins at Mania and pins Charlotte, and they she celebrates on Raw or something. And then Sasha
2: turns on her. Then yeah, it might be the way they do it. Or she pins Charlotte, and then Sasha's like, "Well, you never actually beat me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a way there's a couple ways they can do it. They never actually do what we think they're gonna do. Yeah. Or they do, or it's so predictable that they do exactly what we think they're mm-hmm. gonna do. Um
0: the other match I was kinda surprised about was Braun and Roman. I didn't think they'd be ending Braun's streak there either. No, kinda, it doesn't make sense. It Doesn't make sense to me, but
2: But you gotta, gotta you make gotta, Roman look strong. You gotta make Roman... well, so it seems stupid to say this because um, you know, this is what they've been doing forever. But I feel like if someone is going in, is going to face Taker in three weeks, they should win the feud, whatever mm-hmm. yeah. they're doing before. But it almost doing like it at the expense of someone else who needs
0: to, also it just weirds me. Like they had Taker return the next night. Why didn't he just show up at fast lane and cost Roman the match then? Then they, they Roman has beef with undertaker and it kind of, and you still have Braun winning. And nobody looks weak in that situation. I mean, that's why I'm kind of surprised they wait until the next night to do the taker appearance. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's everything. There's like a lot of head scratching. Yeah. The whole pay-per-view is just kind of like, why are you going in this direction? I mean, I thought, I think KL went exactly how we thought. Yeah. But unfortunately, I, but I think that whole situation is, I think they're, and you guys talked about this last week when I wasn't here, but um, like, I think they're booking themselves like, into a weird, really weird situation. Yeah, because now you have Goldberg Lesnar for the title. So
0: uh, whoever wins, a part timers champion again, dude. They just hold it till Summerslam, like.
2: Or I mean, my my so my ultimate hope, which I don't think that this will happen, but is that they, in the absence of having any part timers to make look invincible, maybe they actually start booking Kevin Owens like a like a true not a monster heel, but not a. Cowardly yeah like exactly how booked. he should be like yeah. right in the right in the middle um like the way he was booked when he took on john cena the way he was booked in NXT, NXT, nxt was yeah. perfect and
0: how he should have been done on the main roster this whole time and it's just kind of weird that they haven't so hopefully this at the end of this chris jericho feud he kind of gets back to
2: that and i kind of see it like so if any of these rumors about like um uh and like, so how do you feel about the? They're building a new evolution. Does, does I like that make it. sense? Yeah, to you? I mean, it kind of makes sense to
0: me. Triple H is in the Ric Flair role now,
2: kind of like. So like, like, I I see that being the way that he gets the title back, like through that connection, and whether it's because we've already pretty firmly established that Roman, like Triple H, has nothing to wants nothing to do with Roman. Yeah. Um. Like Roman ruined his chance to be a golden boy. And so if, 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 if it goes the way you were saying last week, like that Roman is your person that finally beats Lesnar, then maybe Kevin gets it back from Roman. Yeah. But, or, or maybe it,
0: they go with, I mean, they could always, even if they, so Lesnar wins the title, I don't think there's any way around that. Goldberg's done after Mania, but with this whole evolution stable, maybe Kevin Owens stays in the mid card cause he'll probably win the U S title at Mania. True. So then maybe you have Samoa Joe in the main event scene. He, so Joe versus Lesnar would be an interesting match and something
2: we haven't seen before true. And they're both guys that are known for, um, even, out, I feel like even outside of the Smarks, like I feel like they both wrestle a style that looks really stiff too. So, um, I think that, that it should be interesting. I was, I've never been a big Smojo Joe fan. I think his WWE booking is what finally pulled me in. Yeah. Um, Back when the early TNA
0: days, when I actually watched TNA and kind of gave a shit about it, I mean, he was, it was awesome back then. He was in his prime and it was one of his best runs. And I wish he would have jumped ship sooner to WWE, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, but you never know. I mean, he's younger than AJ, right? I mean, yeah, he's a little, I think he's only by a year. They're both up there, though. You never know. If they, if they, if they, uh, I feel like, I feel like Joe, Joe's not take, because Joe works such a, like, aggressive style, like, he's not, taking a lot of like insane bumps. No. He could so, probably last for a while, which is good. I don't know. It should be it should be interesting. I, I um I'm more excited for like the plans
0: after WrestleMania than I am for WrestleMania itself at this point, I think.
2: Yeah. Although usually that's our lull. That's yeah. our lull period. That's when there's not really anything going on. Yeah,
0: it seems like that, but this it like, almost seems like they're setting up for that to not be the lull period this year.
2: Well and then it, and then if you have a part-timer with the title who's not around you're you're then you know it's that time for that they let everyone else shine again yeah and so people have to step up to get into that main event scene i the other thing that's weird about the universal title is like so here's what we, we have these two guys and then we have we have kevin who just lost it but then you also have like two guys who just had it who are returning from injury too, mm-hmm. like What's Seth Rollins going to do after the, the feud Triple with H. Triple H and what's Finn Balor going to do exactly. when he comes back? Um, I wonder if they'll have, it might be a good time to have like a
0: draft again where, like the old school drafts where it's like random people get tossed to the other show. Yeah. Maybe a little bit after Mania to kind of shake up some storylines.
2: Wasn't it Wasn't it in July?
0: Yeah. So maybe it'd be, might it might be, be a good time, time around then. If they do it a little earlier this year,
2: that way they can get some fresh feuds, new faces on each show. Yeah, but even when they drafted last time, they were drafting people together to continue yeah. whatever current feud yeah. they were on.
0: That's why I think. like After WrestleMania, would be a good time to reset and kind of do like a mini draft and have some people jump shows. It might be time, even if they don't do a draft, maybe a few trades between the two brands. If some, they, yeah, something. yeah, something to
2: shake it up a little bit. What do you think about this idea? Um, what if, um, What if this is your way of... So what if your way of... Clearing the deck as far as, so right. We're talking about how they're booking themselves into a corner with your your two choices for champion are Goldberg retains and you have a part timer who's not around or Lesnar wins and then we don't see him until Summerslam. What if Goldberg wins and retires with the belt? It ends your it ends your Lesnar feud. Lesnar mm-hmm. has nothing else to chase because yeah. he got beat three times. Yep. Um, obviously he's going to come back to the main event scene at some point, but he's, I feel like after three losses, yeah, be, he's going to disappear. Yeah. Um, and then, and Goldberg says, well, I beat your monster three times. I have not, I'm 50 years old. I have nothing else to prove. Yeah. I got what I wanted. Now I'm done. That'd be an interesting way to do it. But with how much they pay Lesnar, I don't think they're going to job him out three times because I think he's still another contract for another year and. Why not though? I mean, they do Vince. I mean, I, I guess I just I feel like. Um, don't you think they were probably probably paying paying Sting quite a bit to yeah for him to finally uh, that I mean maybe not as much as Lesnar yeah, but, but I just, I feel like yes they want to use him as much as they can because they're paying him but also um, you have this thing where. I feel like Vince is a little bit of a loose cannon where his. He, yeah. The only thing that comes before the amount of money he spends is like his ego. So mm-hmm. if he feels like. With know, his ego, then is he really going to put over a WCW guy on WrestleMania?
0: Versus pretty much a homegrown WWE talent.
2: There's a difference between. So I was thinking about this too. I was like, why are they pushing? Why do you push Goldberg this way when you shit on Sting? Mm -hmm. Which, granted, I think that Sting would have gotten some victories. He would have. I honestly honestly wouldn't have have Won the title at least once. Yeah. No, I think it totally would have. Um, But the difference between Goldberg and Sting was Goldberg was like Sting won was, like, he never came over. Like, Goldberg came over. Yeah, he came back. So he her. had his... Um, And I think... I Wasn't he one of the only... He was, like, one of the only big names that came over, like, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because it was, like, him and then, like, Billy Kidman. Like yeah, so, DDP yeah. for
0: Feud. Which, that was
2: a bad feud. See, I was... I, I always hold DDP in higher esteem than the history books do. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I feel like he's different and I like I do you think that people like you know Booker T got that like shit WCW treatment? I mean,
0: yeah, for Booker for sure because that whole feud with Triple H, they talked about how he was never going to be a good WWE champion, he would never win it. They like buried him in that oh, feud. I guess I don't remember that. It was Is that was early that, 2000s stuff? Yeah. yeah. It's well, cuz yeah, they had it, it was be. Triple yeah. H When he was on the top of his game where nobody would beat Triple H, Triple H was the be-all, end-all of WWE, and they had it set up where it seemed like Booker T was going to get his WrestleMania moment. He was going to beat Triple H for the World Heavyweight title, and he lost, and that was kind of Booker T's burial until
2: King Booker came around. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense it's yeah it's just interesting that that's still an issue at this point yeah it's like <laughs> just that's still the problem which is
0: surprising like it's kind of funny like you see all these tna guys that come over and they're at the top of the programs now and they actually like
2: have we so? Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm still shocked at the way that they've booked AJ in his first year. Though,
0: I mean, you got AJ being booked well. You have Samoa Joe being booked well.
2: You even have Bobby Roode and NXT being booked well. Well, so NXT doesn't surprise me because I don't think Triple H. If if we if we're to believe what we're told that Triple H has creative control for the most mm-hmm. part, I don't think he carries that, um, like that ill will. Like I no, think he could care less he... where he used to work. No, um, I think that's like I think Vince that's thing. purely a Vince thing. Yeah. Um Look, well, I mean, God, half the time that all that WCW stuff was going on, all of his best friends were running the, yeah. the promotion. So um, he doesn't, you know, I don't think. He no, cares. he doesn't have
0: that kind of. Um, yeah, with Joe and AJ on the main roster getting booked like main event players, it's kind of it. It kind of makes me seem that like they never saw TNA as competition. And Why they, would you? And, and
2: they shouldn't. No, there's no need. They they had some they had some buzz every once in a while because of, you know, something that would happen like they signed Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it'd whatever, be all the never, WWE rejects basically. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like, it's just like um, WCW except for, you know, 15 years too late. Yeah, they so. just were never got as big. Yeah. I mean, they did. They did. I want. I wonder if they would have never went down that road of. Like, when they started, like, relying super heavy on WWE guys, yeah. when they stopped relying on... Well, you, you, you know. look at the roster that they had back then, they just didn't know how to use it. I mean, you had AJ
0: Styles, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, you even had Okada, and which Okada and TNA was terrible, but, like, it's amazing you see Okada now in New Japan, and he's the face of that company, and they wasted him as he was Samoa Joe's limo driver at one point. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a nothing there. Well,
2: American promotions never know what
0: to do with no, Japanese people. But it's just, like, crazy... Like the talent they had
2: on that roster, and they just didn't use it well because mostly the book the booking was so bad. Yeah, I never understand why anybody from Japan who's not—I mean, like obviously I—I I, I understand why like someone like Kenny Omega or like mm. like w- why Gaijin would come and work in the United States, but yeah. like anybody like the the track record of Japanese wrestlers in WWE and WCW is so bad yeah why would you even leave your home country where you can i was was very surprised with nakamura coming over yeah that was a
0: big one i was like okay he's the
2: only one that's gotten in and i'm and i'm i'm still worried what will he be booked like on the main roster roster.
0: yeah i don't know what they're gonna do with him
2: jeez oh well (laughs) but you can't hear that on the mic so it's okay um so we were talking about aj there for a minute so maybe that's
0: yeah. Um, we could talk about the. So he, SmackDown
2: SmackDown his,
0: he loses his number one contender match with Randy Orton. And, and they go exactly where we thought yeah, they were going. Exactly. Go. He throws a fit with Shane. There's like a backstage thing with them, which, I mean, he's got every. If they have to, is like. It's hard to make Shane the face in this situation because, like, AJ never got his title rematch back. He never did. And he had to win, like, four matches just to get
2: his rematch. And now he doesn't get one at all. Yeah. Well, it's the whole thing, like when he was feeding with Cena, he, it's like AJ Styles is the heel because we tell you he is yeah. not because of necessarily because of anything he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be curious to see, like, I think Shane's going to get booed pretty heavily at mania. Well, I mean, maybe that, I mean, and maybe they, it could be that that's the point that maybe they're trying to flip. It AJ. might turn. Yeah. Cause I mean, he's so popular and the way he's like taken WWE by storm, really? Like they didn't expect him to be this huge. And with, John Cena, you know, it, weren't they talking about John Cena taking another He's taking time off leave? after Mania, yeah. Oh, that's something we didn't talk about in prep. Did you see that whole thing about how, like, he's kind of flipped what he's saying about Rock? Yeah, because like, he's oh, doing I, the same I thing. Feel bad that I, <laughs> I feel bad that I uh, approached the Rock that way when we feuded, because now he's, yeah. He's doing the exact same thing that Rock did. I mean, he's... I don't know how you can blame anyone. I mean, I feel like Rock left a little early. Like, yeah. he could have... Like, Cena Cena did it the way you'd want someone to do it. Yeah, right? like, spent, gradually,
0: like, and he still comes uh, back and does his yeah. thing and puts people over now, which is nice. Yeah. Which before, I mean, he'd take some time off, come back, and just dominate. And No one would get put over, so it's good to see.
2: Well, he of, got his nugget though. Before yeah. they, <laughs> it's like, we'll, we'll have you tie Ric Flair, but then put some people. Although apparently, it was him that was like, have Bray cover. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you posted that, yep. yeah. And that Bray, Bray, he wanted to put Bray over two times in that course of that. Three he days. owed it to him after that oh, atrocious after that, feud like, they WrestleMania had a years burial, ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so where do you so? Okay. With Randy as number one contender against Bray Wyatt. Yep. And AJ and Shane, like, do you, and AJ, does does AJ, like, if we're looking at what we think WWE rules are, does AJ still have his title shot? (sighs) He
0: should, but they're not, I think Shane's going to be like, you know, you lost your match. Sorry. Like, you had the Elimination Chamber chance, you had. Or
2: do they put, or is that a stipulation of their match? Maybe it's like, you can get, if you beat me, sure, take your title match. And then what do we think? So Randy is number one contender. I know, I feel like we both hope that Bray retains.
0: Yeah, you got to have, if you have him lose at Mania to Randy Orton, it's just everything you've worked up to this point now is just reset. Like you have finally made Bray like the face of SmackDown to the point where it's just, he's, you have your star in the making. He's young. He's got everything you need for someone that should be on
2: the top yeah, of the yeah I mean company. he could be the he could be the top heel,
0: yeah, I mean that's the, your new generation heel with years. all these other guys leaving. I mean you need somebody on the top there, and I think bray's that guy, and just you just have to hope they see that and have Randy lose, but you never know it's w w e uh
2: it'll be a good match either way i and hope I mean their last match was kind of underwhelming, so I hope they really bring all they got true. for yeah, it, it was, so. actually it was now that I think about it. The, I think the one nice thing about this whole, if if we're to believe the way they're presenting it now, was this feud long-form booking? I think so. I think this is one of their first, like...
0: In a while. Yeah, where they really did a great job with the storytelling of it. It's one of the best storylines they've had going, and I'm honestly shocked they've stuck to it. They've done everything right with it for once, where it seems, like up to the point at WrestleMania, if randy wins there it's kind of like okay this whole we wasted all this time for randy to come out on top of a young guy like so we'll see
2: yeah (laughs) yeah i mean well but that's happened with other feuds. yeah the payoff was like but if they cap
0: this with the payoff of bray retaining at mania i think it's one of their better feuds in years that they've fully formed
2: and then if you turn aj face that could be his next Mm -hmm. yeah bray versus aj
0: which hopefully would be good. No, oh, those would be really... I mean, anybody you put against AJ is going to have a good match. That's true, yeah. No matter what. I okay. mean, he's probably going to get a good match out of Shane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think... What crazy thing is Shane going to do in this match?
0: I don't even know how they're going to do this, though, because like I feel like you have your gimmick match with Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose in a street fight. I feel like that's going to be the gimmick WrestleMania match.
2: And the Triple H, whatever he does with Seth Rollins, is probably going to be... Kind of like that, yeah, like just a brawl. So it's like, is AJ Shane just gonna be a normal match?
0: I don't know. It's like maybe maybe, I know they always usually try to have a ladder match on at Mania. Mm, Maybe you can can have like a ladder match for like a contract or something. I don't know. Well, if it's for the title, yeah, if it's for the title shot, maybe you get you put that up there and okay, that makes sense. So that way you can have Shane do some crazy jump off a ladder onto something. He's got to
2: have a big spot. Yeah, it's going to be that's if he doesn't have Puts a big spot. Puts the ladder in one yeah. corner and does the coast to coast from. I don't he know, might that just actually do, yeah. probably might kill him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he almost died at Summerslam. <laughs> S- <laughs> S- <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say that I feel like sh- I feel like old Shane is in way better shape than young Shane yeah. ever was. Like, <laughs> no, he is, which is good for him. But-,
1: but old Shane could take a uh, or or like young Shane could take all of those those uh, like bumps and stuff
2: yeah yeah well no i i so as much as we complain about shane like taking spots from wrestlemania and stuff like shane is not like shane i feel like part of the reason shane has the boys respect is because he's willing to do all that stuff you tell him something to do he's like all right sure let's go for it i don't think he's turned down anything i should sometime i'll educate you with the network and show you a bunch of like stuff that he's done like
1: well the one time he works, you showed me the one where he went Supposed to go through that glass no, and did it. Yeah. we
2: jumped out the Titantron once. Yeah, like it's been like all sorts was, of. Mm. He's done a lot. Oh, you don't even know what the Titantron is. You they haven't had that since you uh, <laughs> since you started watching. <laughs> Back in the, it used to just be a big screen. Yeah, and you could cl- they used to climb up it and do crazy stuff off of it. Yep.
1: Yeah, I have to pull that up and see.
2: So uh, here's an excellent segue. Um, so AJ Styles and Chain are on SmackDown, and apparently. Because I don't stay up late enough to watch Talking Smack, but apparently some a couple really interesting things happened on Talking Smack this week.
0: Yeah, it was a it it was an interesting (laughs) episode. So you got Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan and the Miz have always had their ongoing arguments with each other. So the Miz was on this week, the Miz is on there just trashing John Cena. I don't get why they do that if
2: it's not leading to a
0: it's I'm I'm still I'm still They want to get Miz
2: heat. I'm like maybe He's not as hurt as we think. Like, Well, Daniel Bryan doesn't
0: think he's as hurt as they well, say. Yeah. So, I mean, Miz is saying, like, talking about, like, how uh, Daniel can't wrestle. He's like, you can't wrestle. It doesn't matter. And Daniel's like, can't or they just won't let me. I guess we'll see in a year and a half. He said that? Yeah. Oh, man. So it's like, I, I don't know as if Daniel, he might want to try to wrestle again, which is, I don't know. It kind of scares me. Yeah. It, like, worries me that he wants to.
2: Well, and, you know, like, so... He had a scare before and then it was like okay he's going to come back and you know he knows he needs to work a different style yeah. and then he just did all the same shitty used to yeah, do. yeah so like, it's oh, like okay but he i mean it,
0: from the sounds of it he wants to get back out there and his, I guess his contract is up in a year and a half does he go to new japan I or? I'd love to see that but I feel I just I I feel like I'd be like cringing the entire time watching him wrestle I'm like dude like you take one bad bump like I don't know. It would stress me out watching Daniel Bryan wrestle again. As much as I love him and his yeah. in-ring
2: work, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Hey, if he starts working indies, well, maybe we'll see him at a best in Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be <means it's laughs> so dope. No, I mean for him, it's probably either ROH or New Japan. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, without a doubt. Or he do some. He do like what Cody did, where he was yeah, like kind of in doing tour. Like big. Yeah, yeah. I think he tell I think it. I honestly, if so, if he left, I think it would be exactly like that. I think yeah, it would be indie
0: tour. Yeah. But I I See him at PWG. I just I don't want them to do it. It it scares me.
2: Like no, I'd I'm not rather. a doctor,
0: but like everything they're saying, like why would you risk that? Especially when you have a kid on the way. It worries me. I don't know.
2: Uh, no, I'm with you. I, as as cool as it would be, I think that you gotta make the smart decision. Yeah. Not the you know, especially with with the kid. Yeah, and, I mean that's you know you don't want something happening to you at a young age. Plus, I feel like well, I guess the the schedule is totally different i was gonna say well like wouldn't he be even more busy if he's doing indies and stuff but no I guess yeah he'd be able to pick his own shows yeah, whatever he he'd want to he work and, be, yeah
0: so okay there's some other good stuff going on on the indies yeah like got, uh go ahead yeah you got your got, you got, <laughs> <all right>, boy <laughs> roh had a pay i don't know what as I, I don't know what goes yeah the, roh is the best here roh had their pay-per-view this last weekend and a lot of Crazy things kind of happened there. I mean, Christopher Daniels wins his first ROH title at the age of 42, which he, it's, it was awesome to see because he's been one of my favorites for a while on the indie scene. Just, it was surprising that he hasn't won that title yet. So, yeah. I mean, he's been wrestling for a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was one of the main wrestlers from TNA and then he did his ROH work too. And he's always been like excellent in the ring and he's been, it's been great. So, yeah, his tag team partner Kazarian turned on him a while ago and joined the Bullet Club, but at the pay per view, he. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he turned on him, but at the pay per view, he did like the reverse turn. He's like, just kidding, I'm not in the Bullet Club. And uh, it was all a ruse. Yeah. So yeah, that happened there, which is cool to we'll see. And then the big thing, which we kind of touched on last week about Adam Cole, probably coming to WWE, they did a taping, and Adam Cole tried to kick the Young Bucks out of the Bullet Club. So the young bucks were like you can't do that like we brought you in and you're not the leader you're like Kenny Omega is the leader and they like tossed their mics down and left him in the ring so so why did he try to kick them out I, I think they lost a match and ah. he was getting like, he's like you guys keep losing everything cuz they lost they their, lost all their titles they and the Hardys actually took their super kick titles wow, they hilarious. took them away so they left with those so Adam Cole's like I'm just I, I you guys are still my friends but you can't be in the club anymore like clicks ending so they kind of tossed their mics down, said Kenny Omega's the only leader we'll listen to. So you might be building towards that Omega-Adam Cole match, which maybe
2: they'll do a warm-up match in Dearborn. No? But not. That's after <laughs> his contract, up. shut up. <laughs> I realized it after, I was like halfway
0: through saying it, I was like, shit. <laughs> no, but I feel like this is the clear exit for Adam Cole on the indies to head to WWE, which I think it's good. Adam yeah. Cole's everything WWE needs right now, and they can give him a, probably a year or two in NXT, kind of the Finn Balor route, which he's young enough to where it's okay to put him in NXT. He's only twenty seven, I think. He's young. Yeah, he's he's really very young. young, and he's already got most of the stuff they love in the, a guy from the Indies. I mean, he's got he's great on the mic, he's good in the ring. I mean, he's got the look, he's got a following. Yeah, so this could be their chance to build another star down there.
2: Hmm. Yeah. No, he comes in with a reputation already. It's not like a. When they sign like a CrossFit athlete or no, I mean you know. he's he's already like halfway there. Just send him NXT, kind of hone on all those
0: skills he's already learned, and,
2: and they can do like what they did with Bobby Roode, where they just like put him in a high high profile mm-hmm. feuds right away. Yeah,
0: well if Kyle O'Reilly goes there, you can restart that feud
2: from the Indies. Yeah, there's a lot they can do. What was I, I was going to ask you a question about Adam Cole? Now I can't remember. That's what, oh I know no, no it's totally different. <laughs> do we um are we are we upset? that the Hardys didn't come back to WWE? I don't know. They still might. Uh,
0: apparently, those ROH contracts are only till like, the end of April, oh, okay. beginning of May, which de- even Meltzer was like, I'm sorry, I reported wrong. It's only for this short period of time, so...
2: Well, and if... If uh, the Hardys... It makes sense to, like, keep your name value relevant while, like... If so, if the Hardys sign, you know they're not going to do anything with them until after Mania. Yeah, they could be the after Mania surprise. Like you,
0: they usually try to do at least a couple there, so maybe they return. Oh
2: yeah, no, that that WrestleMania, the after WrestleMania is almost better than WrestleMania. Yeah, like so the maybe time. they're working, getting the like getting paid
0: till then. They said, go do your thing, like take your time, sign your contract once your guys
2: are done with the Indies. Yeah, I, I'm still, I'm, st- I still haven't decided if I think that. WWE would let them do their gimmick or not. I don't know. I almost don't think they'd go to WWE if they weren't allowed to do the broken gimmick. Unless it was a lot of money.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing. But they're kind of in a lawsuit battle with Impact right now, where Impact actually sent cease and desist letters to a lot of uh, like the pay-per-view company, like DirecTV, yeah. saying you can't air this ROH pay-per-view because we don't air the broken hearties because we technically are going to own them. So they're still in a battle feud over the Broken Hardy gimmick. Are they gimmick.
2: saying they own the gimmick?
0: Yeah. So it's... They own, like, the intellectual rights, too. It's what they're trying to say. So
2: mm. that there's a well, whole... Well, if that's the case, then go to WWE. Yeah. I mean, like... So you have a WWE lawyer on your side. It's over. Well, that you can get... Yeah, that. And if... If you lose If it comes gimmick, out that you can't use your gimmick, then Which not? I don't
0: think so, because... I mean, Rebby Hardy went nuts on Twitter. Like, she was, like, been trashing TNA the past, like, couple of days. And I guess even... For that whole period in TNA, they didn't even have exclusive contracts with TNA. Were but they stayed like with them because they cared about the company so much and wanted to make something of it. Well, wasn't Matt trying to buy it? Like, wasn't I he think one he was trying to work with like I think he was trying to team up with uh, Billy
2: Corgan to okay. kind of co-own the thing. Got it. Um. So, speaking of, uh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> um this chair I'm blaming it all on the chair and you playing games over there <clears paying throat> I'm attention. not
1: playing games I
2: had to call someone out for being on their phone it's, it's part of it's my a name. normal day
1: I'm tweeting and I also saw a picture of some country singer with uh, uh what is the bat Lu- Lucille is that what it's called yeah Lucille um I saw an. Ins- I was like oh I didn't know she was a wrestling fan
2: well it could also be the isn't there like a Barbara bat part of a gimmick for walking dead yeah as well it's so. Nagin.
1: She hashtagged it, hashtagged it, Lucille.
2: Yeah, that's the name of
0: that's, the guy from... It's a, what co- She
2: goes. She goes, oh, it's just some country singer. It's Carrie Underwood. It's Carrie like, Underwood. <laughs> you could say Carrie Underwood. Some She's kind of like a less attractive Renee Young.
1: <laughs> At first, I thought it was Renee Young like from far away. I did, away, too, when you then, showed it to me. I was like, yeah. what do you mean some country singer? I mean, singer? if you like, flash it. Quite, it yeah. does kind
2: of look like Renee. I can see that. Oh,
1: Renee Young. Anyway.
2: Anyway. <laughs> um, so how do we feel? So we uh, Finn Balor returned at a house show and they announced it ahead of time. Ugh. It's kind of weird. I hate it. You should be a surprise. Yeah.
0: I don't even think he should have came on a house show. It should have been like, why waste his return on a house show? It just seems weird to me.
2: It's one of those like, you better, you better make sure you come to the house shows. Cause you never yeah. Know. Which cool. I'm glad they're kind of doing that. But at the same time, it's like something that big. Well, especially, like, WrestleMania season, like, I feel like we know you want to save that. Although they're, like, something shifted, like, a year or two ago where it's, like, they're all about, like, announcing stuff beforehand time. so people yeah. will, like, uh, about rating. Like, it's it became about ratings and not about shock value. But maybe this is their way of getting Finn Joe at Mania.
0: Because, I mean, he, in that six-man tag, it was him, Sami Zayn, and Chris Jericho against... Triple H, Joe, and Kevin Owens. Triple H worked a house show? Yeah, he was at that house show and he worked it. He's got a tune up before WrestleMania. That's true. That's he always true. does that tune up tour. That's true.
2: Well, damn. <laughs> um, what do you mean tune up? He doesn't have a match. <laughs> Seth Rollins better not be at WrestleMania. Um, and then um, Hideo Itami uh, also returned. Yep, he showed up at a house show, kind of hit a
0: few GTSs and I think like... Two no-namer guys. Is
2: that what he calls it, too? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I I, I don't know. I've always called it the GTS. Well, no, and I've heard other people call it the GTS. Yeah, I think, I
0: mean, they always chanted, I mean, at that pre-Andre Giant Memorial Rumble, they all chanted GTS when he came out, so.
2: Okay. And then, so he's from Japan, and also the New Japan Cup. Yeah, that's on my notes and I don't know why. So you can <laughs> talk about that too. So New Japan does
0: it. It's like a not as big as the G1 yeah. climax. This is a small tournament for a title shot to any of the titles. It doesn't have to be the main one. Oh, okay. So even so some like money in the bank. Yeah, of. you pick like for someone like say someone like Juice Robinson wins. You don't really want, he's not going to challenge Okada cuz like he's not he probably will know. I'm not at that level. I probably shouldn't be wasting a title shot on that. Sure. But this is one of the reasons I like New Japan so much. It's completely unpredictable. So in your first round you have Tanahashi losing, Kenny Omega lost in the first round. And it's just like you never know what's going to happen. Like it's just surprising. Like I really have no idea who's winning this tournament. Like you have people like Shibata's in it. Uh Ishii's the one that beat Kenny Omega, so Well,
2: that's cool. I mean, a lot of the like every time that um with well, the exception of the Cruiserweight Classic, because we didn't really know, we weren't necessarily familiar with a lot of those people mm-hmm. and, like, the booking direction and stuff. Um, but I feel like most of the time when WWE has a tournament, you can kind of see who's going to win it. Who's, like, yeah. pick from two or yeah. three max people that No, are- like,
0: the th- it's like two or the three favorites in this that I thought, well, okay, they'll probably win that or out already. Right. And that was the first round. It's a three-round tournament, I think, three or four rounds. So it's like... It's pretty surprising. Like, I don't know what direction they're going. in. New Japan's a company that doesn't like doing, like, rematches right away. Like, unlike WWE, where it's a rematch every other week. They like it to It builds up fresh. anticipation, too. Yeah, so, like, everyone still wants Kenny to be going Kenny up Okada against Okada. Too. But they're yeah. teasing it. And they're still teasing that Kenny can't hit the one-winged angel. He didn't hit it at all that match. He got countered. Ishii
2: actually countered the one wing. Well, angel? it makes sense, though. If he, I mean, I'd rather hear... If, so, if you're, if you're telling me... I uh, actually... Kind of thought that, like, so when you said he lost, I'm thinking, well, he, I really hope he didn't hit his finish. No, he didn't. Uh, He kept getting it countered by Ishii. Ishii actually countered
0: from the one winged angel into a stunner, which is one of the coolest counters I've seen in a while. So Mm -hmm. I think they're building up the story that Omega's not the same person after that match and he just can't get it done. The one winged angel's not, he can't even hit it anymore. So that's cool. They do a lot of cool storytelling there.
2: Cool. Well, we'll have you keep us updated on that. Cause I think you're the only person that has <laughs> NJP world at this yeah. point. We actually have to sign off. Um, one thing I want everyone to look for on the internet though, something Dave showed me last weekend. Um, there's a GIF that's gone viral. Um, it's from the PWG match between OI 4k and the bullet club or uh, is it super click? Wait, no. Yeah. Super click is, mm-hmm. yeah, I can never remember the subgroups. Um, where he's doing a cut, uh, uh, one of the young bucks is on someone's shoulders, and he does a cutter off the top rope on the. On oh some, wow! Dave does so, um, but so everyone look for that. We'll try to post it too. Um, that's been our show. Uh, thanks to Falling Down Beer Company, uh, Scarlet Graves, and Builders Balance Massage for sponsoring today's episode. Um, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Top Rope Review. Go to com for all of our stuff. And if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can check us out on uh, in iTunes or SoundCloud within a day or two of the broadcast. See you next week.